Oh, hey, folks. Welcome to another great week, another great topic. We have a special guest this week. So let me start first by saying I always talk about training things and how to work with your dogs and stuff. But there's also um, a lot of questions that I get on the back end at, you know, when I'm at working with you guys at your homes or with other clients. And that's usually about doggy daycare, where to find a doggy daycare. Is my dog good for doggy daycare? So there's all sorts of questions. Um, well, yes. I do know some information about doggy daycare. I figured let's bring in someone who does doggy daycare herself and does a bunch of other stuff. So we have Joanna here from Paws on You. And so I just, I'm just going to let her introduce herself, tell you a little bit about what she does, and then we'll jump into some stuff about doggy daycare and ask her some of the questions you guys have been asking me. So Joanna, do you want to tell them a little bit about what you do? So I do, besides training, I do grooming and I also do doggy daycare in home and at your home. Um, and I'll go over the difference as to what that is and what that entails in doggy daycare. So, um, you know, if your dog is fit for it, you know, all the behavior uh, stuff that we look for is, you know, how are they with other dogs? Are they aggressive? Are they calm? Mm -hmm. um, those are the tests that they will give you at you know, if you go to Dogtopia or, you know, other yep. kind of mom and pop shops that they will go and they will do a, a test, a temperament test is what they call it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's normally it lasts about an hour to 45 minutes. And they literally like bring in different dogs with different temperaments. Yep. See how your dog reacts. And then they bring them into a big pack setting. Um, okay. Normally in a pack, you will have 10 to 12 dogs per one person. Um, if yeah. you're looking for something more personable, I would go to like a smaller mom and pop shop um, that only does like five dogs with one person instead of, you know, 15 dogs to a pack. Yeah. And is it, is it important? So kind of to backtrack. So this is like the initial visit, like if they call like you or some or doggy daycare, like this is like the process they go through. Yes, yes. So the okay. process, the first initial process is they take the dog's information down, breed, okay. um, behavior, how they are, how they interact with other dogs in the neighborhood, like, you know, on leash, off leash, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then they do a temperament test between different dogs that are in the daycare setting. Okay. And so when they call, because I know a lot of questions I get from my clients, like they really, they are concerned, you know. You know, of course, they do the temperament testing and things like that. So kind of to backtrack a little bit, finding a doggy daycare, you had mentioned that um, looking for a smaller daycare or a bigger daycare. So when the clients are thinking about looking for a doggy daycare, how do they know whether they should look for like a smaller one for their dog with a smaller setting or a bigger one? Yeah. So um, the way the one of the ways that I know how to do that is to go to the dog park and see how your dog reacts yeah um, that's like the biggest thing because if your dog reacts differently in a bigger pack versus a smaller pack that's going to tell you a lot makes perfect sense and you hear that that's a good tip folks take your dog to the dog park first and see how they interact with the other dogs or within a smaller group setting and that'll give you a good indication of whether you should look for a smaller daycare or a bigger daycare um and what what sorts of things should uh, people be looking out for like if their dog is not appropriate for doggy daycare and what can yeah. they do? Yep. So there are different signs as to, you know, your dog is feeling stressed and you should know this by now that, you know, 
a tail between the legs, like mm-hmm. super shy, skittish, um, doesn't want to be there. Don't yep. force your dog into a situation it doesn't want to go to. Um, yep. So like if you're if you're trying the dog park for the first time, I would walk around the fence and see how they interact. If there's like yep. one or two dogs there. Normally, the best time to go to the dog park is very early in the morning because you're only going to yes. find about a handful of people. Um, late afternoon, you're going to find your big packs of dogs where everybody's getting out of work and they want to take their dog to just let out the zoomies. Um, yep. And you can also test that way, too. So if you go in the morning one day and then you go in the evening another day and just see how they interact and hear them say yep. hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's actually really good tips. And far as, um, you know, once they do find a dog in daycare, what are some of the things they should um, look for in a facility? Like, should they be looking for cleanliness? Like, what kind of things should be red flags and what sort of things should be like, oh, yes, this is the place for me? Yeah, so um, definitely clean, clean, clean uh, atmosphere, especially, like, if yep. you're walking in and you don't smell, like, urine or dog poop it's very important because um especially like having that clean feeling in the facility is going to make you feel a lot better leaving your dog there if you're walking in and you can smell dog urine um feces that's probably not a good sign there's probably you know a lot of stuff going on in in that facility Mm -hmm. that you don't want your dog to catch Exactly. And another thing I talk to uh, my clients about, too, when people ask about doggy daycare, you want to treat it as if you're sending your own child, if you do have children to daycare. And those are the same things you want to look for before your dog is like, it's, it's, it's no different. So keep that in mind as well. Um, also, what about, I get this question a lot. Um far as different temperatures at the daycare, like if you live in a um, state like we do in New England where it gets extremely cold, you know, what about, oh, I'm going to send my dog to daycare. What, what do they do when it's cold? Are those questions that they should be asking the daycare as well? Like what sort yeah. of questions should they be asking them? So some facilities have indoor, outdoor, um, and some mm-hmm. facilities are just indoor only. Um, Dogtopia is one of them, whether in, indoor only, and then they take the dogs outside for a potty break. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, in that, you know, look for is the yard fenced in? Do they have yes. appropriate, you know, um, outdoor time? Do they have a, a steady schedule that they stick to? Um, mm-hmm. If they like outdoor playtime, especially here in New England, having those deep, cold days, um, yes. we got to make sure that our dogs are protected even if they go out. So um, having, you know, listening to, Hey, how long do you have the dogs outside for in, yes. you know, certain below temperatures here? Do you let them outside? How long do you let them out for? Those are questions that you should be asking. And especially in the hot summer that we have oh, that yeah. been having, mm-hmm. make sure that the facility does have AC or something similar to cool down the dogs. Because um, you definitely don't want your dog to overheat and yep. has heat stroke. Exactly. Exactly. And, and as far as what should they ask about far as um, emergency procedures and things like that? Because, you know, we always think send our dogs to doggy daycare, but what, what do they do in case of emergency? What kind of things do you do like in a case of emergency? Like if my dog gets bitten by another dog or say they get injured? Yep. So normally they will have your vet's info on file as well as an emergency contact if they can't get a hold of you. I do mm-hmm. the same thing. I take down, you know, your emergency contact for if I can't get a hold of you and also your vet and emergency vet. Um, If your dog gets 
everybody should be watching at doggy daycare. So, you know, even if an aggression issue was to break out, excuse me, um, <laughs> then, you know, so yeah yep. um just you know keeping uh, them keeping an eye out for mm-hmm. um for those behaviors but obviously they've been tested so they shouldn't have a breakout of a fight or anything other than that you know that that never happened at doggy daycare at all yeah, and what about um, far as activities? Should they be asking about a daily schedule, and what should a daily activity, daily schedule of a doggy and daycare look like? So, or it depends um, on the location. It, so it depends on the location as well as how many staff they have per dog, okay. and how much um, how much outdoor time do they have? And it depends on your breed of dog too. So, okay. you know, your smaller dogs will have smaller amount of time. You know, mm-hmm. your bigger dogs are going to have that big energy release time of, you know, four to five hours, not straight, but they're going to have yeah. a good um, outdoor time okay. to to play and to do stuff. So normally um, some of the mm-hmm. places do have ramps. They have mm-hmm. tunnels that the dogs can go up and through and everything. And then they do some places do have a quiet time where they take the dogs, they put them in crates and it's yep. quiet time for at least 30 minutes. And also, is it important that, you know, I I, um, strain with a lot of um, clients whose dogs have separation anxiety. Is it okay for a dog that's working through separation anxiety or have like mild separation anxiety to go to daycare knowing that they have that downtime? Yeah. So um, as long as they can create, it's Mm -hmm. totally fine. Um, okay. I had I personally had a dog that uh, had high anxiety, and they ended up going to Dogtopia, and then actually ended up building up the confidence, uh, the confidence of the yep. dog, which was crazy because mom was like mm-hmm. super anxious, and you could see, you know, the anxiousness of both the dog and her through leash. Mm-hmm. And when the dog went and went into the play area, yep. it was a dog. It wasn't it exactly have any anxiety problems. So the anxiety was going through mom into the dog. Mm-hmm. So yep. Yeah, and I always talk about how dogs learn from each other. And to piggyback off that, if, you know, young dogs, of course, you and I both know, like, socialization is very important. Um, If people don't have time to socialize their dog, do you think doggy daycare is sufficient enough? Yes, I do. Um, I think even though, you know, they're not getting the socialization at a young age, Mm -hmm. they should still always be socialized because they are packed animals. We got to remember they're descendants of wolves. So... Um, yep. you know, they want to be in a pack. They want to be either a pack leader or they want to, you know, just follow mm-hmm. around. And you can obviously see when you go to a dog park, even if you go by yourself for the first time yep. and don't take your dog, observe, watch if people are watching yep. their dogs or they're watching their phones. Normally at the evening, people are watching their phones more than they're watching their dogs. In the morning, people are watching their dogs. Um, yep. Make sure that people are cleaning up their poop when you're going to the dog park. Um, but mm-hmm. I suggest going first by yourself, observing the whole situation and mm-hmm. then, you know, socializing on the weekends and then starting that way and then building into going into a facility or, into oh, you know, absolutely. Yep. And first, you know, I get, you know, you and I both work like busy families, busy people. Do the do- does, do most doggy daycares offer training or it just depends? It depends on the facility if they do offer it. Some facilities do offer training at night. I know a couple okay. that do night training. 
um, and then others don't. So, I mean, if you're sending your dog just to go be socialized, then yes. Mm-hmm. But um, some some offer training, some okay. don't. So. And and just to piggyback on, I was like, I'm like just to piggyback on that question too. Far as training, um, just so people will know, what kind of training do doggy daycare um, offer? Like, if I have a dog who has separation anxiety, is it okay to send it to doggy daycare for training, or that's leash pulling, or is it more for basic obedience? That's more for basic. Or obedience. depends. So okay. it depends, but it's more for basic obedience um, that they're okay. going to be training for. It's not. Um, for separation, you would have to hire, you know, a trainer that does deal with separation. Mm-hmm. Leave it. Sit. Mm-hmm. Um, you would have to deal with that. Um, okay. With a, with a trainer, obviously, for separation anxiety. Of course, of course. And far as um, I get this question too, what about dogs who are not neutered or spayed? What do they do yep. then? Can my dog still go to doggy daycare? So they can still go to doggy daycare. Um, okay. They would just probably either be placed somewhere where there's, you know, there's not that risk of of pregnancy happening. Um, yep. But obviously you don't want to send your dog if they are, um, you know, that time of the month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You definitely don't want to send them then. Um, and obviously keep them home. You don't ever want to send your dog when they're sick either. You know, if they yes. have Guardia or anything else um you definitely don't want to send them when they're sick it's just like a child you wouldn't send your child to to school sick um Mm -hmm. so why would you send your dog because then it could transfer onto another dog okay and as far as um the age of when my dog can start doggy daycare when dogs can start what is the age and what do they need um so they do need all their vaccines Mm -hmm. um as long as they have they're fully vaccinated, they can go to doggy daycare. Um, okay. They do need their rabies. They do need distemper. Um, yep. They do need, you know, the basics. Yeah. Yep. Kettle and then they're all set to go, yep. call the intake appointment. And you said the first day, like an intake was like a half a day? Yeah. So normally okay. um, they would they would do the intake process and they would go through, you know, the different temperament okay. tests. And then they would put them in the pack and see how mm-hmm. they do um they don't want your dog to be overstressed so you know if they're seeing you know they're playing they're being a mm-hmm. dog they can stay for a while they're more than welcome to stay um okay. if they're super stressed tail between the legs they're gonna say hey i think you should come back and start at half days and mm-hmm. then eventually go to full days to build up okay yeah. and i hear this too because just like our kids you know it was your first time leaving them at school you kind of saying that do we get a chance to see that because i know i talked to some clients they're able to see their dogs at doggy daycare through a cam some aren't and are those daycares that offer doggy cam better than the ones that aren't don't offer it and how do i get to see my dog so yeah exactly. so, um there's there's benefits and then there's you know, mm-hmm. there's pros and cons. Um, yeah. Because having having to be able to see your dog during during those hours is great, but mm-hmm. then I think it also causes the owner's anxiety to be like, "Oh, oh what is my dog doing?" You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's one of those things where it it can depend on if the type of person. Yeah, it depends. Like on me, it probably causes anxiety. Yes, it can cause anxiety. Hero, you he's pushing mm-hmm. me everywhere. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it just, it all depends on how you are. If you want yep. to be able to see him, her, 
um, yeah. you know, you can definitely mm-hmm. see them. But I think for the most part, it's it's totally a one, you know, if you want to see them, okay. Yeah. If you don't, you don't. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. in the end, as long as you trust the facility that your dog is in, mm-hmm. you should you should be able to be like, okay, you know, I'm not going to check on my dog all day. I'm just exactly. going to, you know, let them yep. be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as time goes on, when I'm working with clients and their dogs in conjunction with doggy daycare, they do tend to check on the cameras less once they build that, you know, confidence in the daycare, trust them and stuff. So like you said, there's pros and cons, but, you know, whichever works for you. All right. So now that we know how to get our dog into doggy daycare, the questions to ask the red flags and stuff. So my dog tends to occur half-day session. I pick my dog up. How do I know if my dog's still right for doggy daycare? How do I know if my dog like doggy daycare if they don't really talk to me? Sure. So you can definitely see, um, even if they go in and you see that tail wagging, you know yep. that they're going to enjoy their day. Um, okay. When they come out and they're greeting you and they're like super happy and they're super happy to see you, tail is wagging and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, all over you, they, you know, you, they had a good day. Um, and yep. you could always ask, you know, the, the front desk or whoever's there giving you your dog back, be like, Hey, you know, I was just wondering how they did today. Yep. What did they do? How were they? You know, you can always ask, don't be afraid to ask questions when you're mm-hmm. there at the front desk. You can be like, Hey, so I, I you know. How did Sam do today? Did he do okay? Yep. Just basic. Yeah. And so what are the signs that my doggy doesn't really like doggy daycare? What are those red flags? Um, so those red flags would be like if you checked in and your dog is like in the corner and he's not playing. Um, mm-hmm. or if they call you and be like, Hey, you know, Sam's not doing too great. He's in the corner, he doesn't want to play, he just wants to be left alone. You'll know. They'll call yeah. and they'll tell you. You know, they're not gonna sit there and you know sugar yeah. yeah of course because the, they want the dog to be happy they want it to be a happy environment for everyone else yeah so we have so i hope everyone have gained all the proper resources and i you know asked all the questions that you wanted me to ask for um looking for a doggy daycare and joanna do you have um anything else to kind of add to this like that i didn't touch on that you think people should know about looking for a doggy daycare or doggy daycare in general yeah, sure. So most doggy daycares do offer um, boarding as well. We know oh, yeah, that yeah. boarding can be expensive. Um, mm-hmm. So in home, between in home and at somebody else's house, um, are two totally different things. Plus boarding. So boarding yep. your dog overnight is going to be at a facility. Um, yeah. What is the cost range for these things? So they'll know. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. So boarding at um, like a facility is going to be. 45 to like 65 at mm-hmm. like a big facility say like um you know something corporate yep your mom and pops might be a little bit smaller like yep. as to portion size and then you mm-hmm. got you know your your at-home businesses where they come out to you and you get that personal care where your dog is in the house they're not stressed you okay. haven't left them you know, somebody is coming in, obviously, you know, most people will come out and do like a meet and greet and that's free normally. Mm-hmm. Hopefully nobody's charging for a meet and greet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so in-home sitting would be at your house and then yeah. there's boutique boarding with me. Um, yeah. And then you would, your dog would stay here with me and they get a 24 hour care. They get, you know, kids to play with, outdoor mm-hmm. play. 
another dog to play with. It's more like a home environment. Dog. Yeah, it's more yeah. like a home environment where people are coming in, you know, they're getting petted, they're getting loved. Um, and then it's the same thing in your home, except it's one person staying there. They're getting your mail. They're checking your, making sure your house is safe too. So you get that added security. With that, yep. it's a little bit more expensive because somebody is taking care of your house, you know, taking care of your dog mm -hmm. in their environment. Mm -hmm. So it does cost a little bit more. Yeah. So now that everyone knows the price range, doggy daycare stuff, you always just want to go back to your dog and what works for your dog. You can talk to your friends and get recommendations and stuff like that, but you want to look for, you know, what your dog needs. And so Joanna, where can people find you if they want some type of boarding, grooming, all that stuff? And what's your service area? Sure. So my service area is uh, Bristol County and surrounding towns around that. Um, mm -hmm. I do grooming. I do boarding and I do training as well. Yeah. Um, and so I do do both in, in home and yep. out of home boarding. And where can they find oh, you? Yeah. Like if they want to contact you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, so you can contact me via pause on you on Facebook or mm -hmm. you can email me at pause on you 2019 at gmail.com. Yeah. 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 No guy. Where else? And Twitter. So you can find yep. me on Twitter as well. Yeah. And if you have any other questions that we didn't touch on here or something pops up, just drop them in the comments and we'll get them answered for you. And if for some reason you can't find Joanna or if you're looking for me and myself, vice versa, if you find her, you'll find me. If you find me, I'll get you in contact with her. But I hope you guys really enjoyed this. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. And I will see you next week for another great topic. Okay. Bye, folks.